Welcome to the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate, Rico. What's up, man? Who am I? Who are you? Where am I? What's going on? What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> okay, I was wondering what you were going to do for this one. What's and... my name? Tell me my name. Do you think when Jason Bourne, like, first had sex with Marie, he just, like, say my name. Tell me my name. I don't know my name. What's my name? <laughs> well, I think by that point he knew he was born, but sure, I get the point. So, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's going, dude. There's there's snow outside. I hate it, and I've you know turned into more of a hermit than I already am. So there we go. A hermit in a shell. Yeah, I I stocked up on beer and Chinese food, and I'm good. So what what does that mean? You stocked up on Chinese food? Like you I bought four days. I bought four days worth of Chinese food. Huh? Like not the frozen shit that you just nuked. Like it's just. Oh no no all... no! Yeah, like pre cooked, already made, not frozen. Just ordered Got from it. the Chinese. We'll take out. It's in the fridge, and I renuke it as needed. So gotcha. Yeah. So you must spend a fortune on like restaurant food. Uh, not regularly, but on days like that, yeah. To prep for this storm, to be able to not have to go anywhere for four days, I spent almost three hundred bucks between between Ow. drinks, food, and you know other supplies, and that's for me and Deb. So, mm-hmm. you know, Trader Joe's has pretty good frozen Chinese food, for the record. Yeah, I don't even know if there's one of those around me. Honestly, I'd have to really. Yeah. I'm sure there is, because I know there are ones out here, but I don't even know where a close one would be. I would definitely encourage you or and all of our listeners to go to Trader Joe's. They got really good frozen Chinese food. Like, they have a teriyaki chicken that all it takes is, like, a little bit of oil in the pan. You crisp it up, and then you steam it up. Okay, and you, then it has, you, like, the you assume that I'm going to cook. That's that's your first It's the incorrect. easiest way of cooking. I, I don't care. You're You're missing... The point there of well, I'll, I could save you three hundred dollars. No, it wasn't just. It wasn't well, just. How much food. did you spend on Chinese? Sixty dollars. Sixty. Oh well, yeah. I could say I could have saved you fifty bucks. Yeah. So, um, and not to mention, you don't live in environments like this. You don't know what grocery stores are like. Leading oh, sure, up to I this. do. They're they're no, they're insane. Like it's it's Black Friday madness type shit. Oh, like, we we've well, no, yeah, you're right. We just get the riots out here in Oakland. Yeah. Well, how yeah. often do those happen? Uh, every time a black guy gets shot by a cop, mm, once a week. <laughs> okay, I ain't touching that one. But anyway, um, <sighs> speaking of randomly shooting people, <laughs> let's get into. Let's just move on into our franchise. Yeah. We're um, we we're finally we have stepped away from Keanu and the Wick yeah. and the fucking shooty shoot until the fourth one comes out. Now we're going to another motherfucker who is, you know, legendary who has to get sucked back into a world he doesn't want anything to do with, and then more shooty shoot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Except I guess in the. In the uh, official scheme of things, he's on the the good side of the line as opposed to Wick, who's on the bad side of the line. But they're both trying to be good. They were both bad, but they're trying to be good. Well, see, but 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 Bourne's not bad. He's working for the good guys. 
are, are they good guys? Because they're trying to no, kill his ass and no, every you, fuck. They're not good guys, CJ. No, 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 no. They're not good people, but they're the, the good guys in terms of villains and or, 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 or criminals and not criminals, technically. Well, I mean, all, all the people that Bourne has killed is, you know, he, he's not happy about it. He he doesn't feel good when oh, he no. remembers. Well, oh, I, yeah, I, 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 he, this is the best way to describe Jason Bourne. I think overall, he 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 was a guy who was broken by the system, and he unbroke himself. Is basically what it boils down to. Yeah, he's he's in the process of he put a band aid on his shit. You know, he's really trying to redeem himself and rectify shit. And God damn mean, it, they keep. Well, and I mean, like, how many times could he have killed somebody where he doesn't? I mean, think about that. There's plenty of scenes where he could have easily shot a motherfucker, and he just takes the gun apart and throws it on the floor and runs away. Not runs away, but, like, moves on to where he's trying to get to, you know? It's true, yeah. He And I've noticed that he he limits his killing. Like, I think he He really kills when he has to, yeah. Like, he killed Clive Owen in the first one. But then, like, that's kind of it. The other assassin that he sh- that like he was fighting with the fucking the when he stabbed the dude in the pen and all that, he jumped out the fucking window. Like, he yeah, killed that guy himself. killed him. That guy killed himself. Yeah. Uh, but, and then there's a third assassin in that one, I believe. I'm trying to remember. There's Clive Owen. There's that the the guy that jumps out the window, and there is a third. I'm blanking right now. I think yeah, there's a third one for sure. Yeah, but I don't remember if he killed him. No, 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 no. He doesn't. The third assassin survives because he kills the head of the, the the program. You're right. So yeah, he so Bourne only killed one person in that movie. In, the, in that movie, I believe so. Yes, that sounds. Whereas in like you, Jason Bourne, he killed a lot more people. You could the, make the... the argument that he fucked up enough people that they could have potentially died. Like you know, oh, what I mean? but yeah, he did. for sure. People he have. He didn't straight out kill a motherfucker. Besides the one assassin so right what you don't see is when he fucks up a dude with a magazine <laughs> like they got paper cuts like in all the wrong places no dude let me places. tell you something as someone who's been beaten with a magazine that shit hurts and i'm not saying this is not a parental thing i'm talking i did 14 years of aikido self-defense martial art and that's the weapons that we would we would have rolled up magazines with duct tape around them as our right. like stand-in weapons and you know, if you if you fuck up the move, you get hit by the magazine. Oh, yeah. That shit don't feel good, and it ain't Especially no paper Especially if you cut. get hit by the spine of the fucking thing. Well, I will say that John Wick is more efficient at fucking up a motherfucker with a book, but Bourne is more efficient at fucking up someone with a magazine. No, Bourne is pretty good with the book in, um, I think it's Supremacy. It's, or Ultimatum. It, Ultimatum means there's a book yeah. and fucks Well, yeah, but up. Wick actually killed someone with a book. He stabbed. Well, he, he broke his neck over the book. Yeah, I mean, by Born probably could have if he wanted to. I think he just didn't. You know, <laughs> yep. Born is just the the hinged version of John Wick. I got to be honest with you. Like, I that's a fight I'd I'd pay to see. I think I, I think it's fair to say John Wick would kill Jason Bourne. I I don't I don't know. See, I think I I, I think in a lot of cases. In the movies that we've seen in these Bourne movies, he's kind of pulling his punches a little bit. But, like, I think if he had to go full bore, no pun intended, you know, he 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 would – it would be a pretty, pretty good fight. Like, I would agree with that, but I would also argue that 
John Wick also would keep his distance at first and just shoot him in the head. Like he, well, John I mean, Wick has think, no hesitation in shooting. No, neither does neither does Jason when he needs to. I mean, you know, like sure. I, I, you know, first off, we're talking about some pretty badass dudes. No matter how you slice it, like we were. I made the joke last week about you know Liam Neeson's character and John Wick connecting, but and and yes, that's still a lethal force. But put fucking Wick and Born together as a team, forget it. Not to mention. Aaron Cross, like the Born yeah. Legacy character, like Which, yeah, that I. It's a shame because okay. that movie is so forgettable. The movie itself is so forgettable, but the character uh, is a good character. I agree. I, with you. I all right. Shall we do our ranking? Because I feel like we're going to clash a little bit. I don't. As, I as don't, per usual. I don't know that it's going to be as much as you think. But go ahead, you go first this time. Uh, my ranking is one. So I daddy three ultimatum. Four legacy, two supremacy, and five Jason Bourne. Huh. Okay, so I'm wrong. We're we're yeah. I'm basically uh, you... in release order except I flip four and five. That's that's it. I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly see I think my biggest criticism of two, like supremacy, sure, is I think we've been spoiled by the John Wick choreography, where it's the long tracking shot. I the the whole shaky cam like zoom in, flash, flash cut, fighting style really is hard. Well, to that do. might like, be I, true, but you got to remember, Born came out long before Wick. Uh-huh. I'd even argue potentially you don't get Wick without Born. You know, right? Because they saw what not to do and improved it. Well, that's not quite what I meant, but no, but I—that's my argument. I mean, do I think the? I'll, I'll put it this way: I think the trilogy of Born, the first three, I mean. Is is should have just stopped there. I I don't disagree. I don't think you needed a legacy or or Jason Bourne. Now that that said, I I do think they tied them all together really well. I mean, you know, it doesn't feel forced. I feel like legacy was a little bit. It, it, I mean, look, you, they're they're not necessary. For, legacy no. and Jason Bourne. Are absolutely not necessary. You I, could have stopped I, at ultimatum and be done. I one thousand percent agree with you. I can't argue that. But I would. I my opinion is legacy. I liked more because I don't view it as like I view it as sort of a midquel because it's concurrent with the end of supremacy and th- what what Bourne is doing in ultimatum. Aaron Cross is doing on the side, and it felt it was sort of interesting to see the other Bournes deal with the repercussion of what Bourne was doing in the midst of Ultimatum. How it didn't just impact, you know, Treadstone and blah, blah, blah. It impacted the other fucking... See, I I don't see it as concurrent. I do see it post, but there is a little bit of overlap, but I I wouldn't call it concurrent. If anything, the first, like, the first... Maybe the first act overlaps with the last act of, of Ultimatum, but as a whole... It's not concurrent, you know. It's it is a sequel for sure. Like you have to watch Ultimate uh, Ultimatum to understand Legacy. Sure, but the the realization that it is kind of like happening, like like all all Legacy is is a thirty second lag. It really like what's happening in Ultimatum is like okay, thirty minutes later, this is also happening around the same. You also have to understand they're like different time zones, so shit's really getting all weird. I also think there's some flash. I I see what I think you're seeing as concurrent is actually flashback. 
for the audience, not flashback to the character, but flashback for the audience to like this like happened a previously on Born. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, but that's yeah. So that's but, I, what but I, I, I took it as at face value of like this is like what they're showing us because usually a flashback they'll give you a timestamp or it'll be in a different saturation of, of like sure. aspect ratio or color or whatever. So you get an idea, especially in the Bourne films. Every time there's a flashback, it's like slow-mo and saturated Which, by color. the way, can, can I, can we kind of go off left field for a second? Because we've talked, we've talked about this a little bit when we did the oceans flicks, but okay. um, we talked about how there's that one scene that, Matt Damon's character in the Ocean's Room when he's when he's playing Linus mm-hmm. is was filmed while he was filming. I I'm pretty sure it's Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But what I what I really occurred to me is I'm pretty sure Universal shot the whole sequence and sent it to Warner Brothers and said here. Like I don't think that Warner Brothers sent a crew over and shot that. That because the, the 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 sound is different, yeah. the 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 camera is definitively different, and it's it's all, definitely Paul Greengrass for it's sure. It's very born. It's yeah. very born feeling. Like that's like every time I've seen Oceans, even before we talked about it, I've said like that that one scene like does, stands out yeah. very much. So like yeah, and he almost sounds more born than he does Linus when he's saying the line, even though he's trying to be Linus, you know, like it's the ultimate random cameo that no one needed, you know, like it's, I, I'm it, with you. You could almost make the argument and I'm, I'm 1000% joking, but you could really make the argument that in his downtime in between these born adventures, he's, he's doubling as Linus and he's going off and doing the Linus shit. And then he's like, "Oh fuck! They found me!" And then he's gonna go do his born thing again, like. <laughs> <laughs> or he became he also became an astronaut and and fucking got stuck on Mars. That's really the reason why he survived as long as he did on Mars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, but so I gave you my ranking. Can you give me your? I told you to mine. Me, I give it. Give it to me one more time. I just one, two, three, five, four. Okay. Yeah. I I um, might I might. I love so. There's one character that I feel like, especially got just wiped off the map, and that that annoys me a little bit. But I really love the character of Pamela Landy. Mm-hmm. That's Joan a Allen. really good character. Joan Allen plays her really well. Yeah, and I would like to have seen like if they were if they were gonna continue past three, I would like to have seen more than that one scene of her getting into the car and basically going, I have no comment right now. Right. You know, I would have liked to have seen a little more of what's going on with her, especially when they go back to to Damon in the fifth one. You're like, that that's a great way to bring Pam Landy back into this mix. And then and, they filled the, if they fill that void with Nikki, Julia Stiles. Yeah, but even even Nikki's not there very long, you know. In that one, I mean, she's at least in the first quarter. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a big part of the first quarter, and then like as soon as she got on the motorcycle, I'm like, oh, she's in a time. Fuck. <laughs> we gotta we gotta talk about Nikki for just a brief second because, um, and we, we'll talk about the character more, but in general, in a general term, um, are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Yeah. Okay, dude, 
I'm telling you, that's my Mandela effect. Like, I know people, it's about the Bernstein Bears, and I know there's people that, you know, about Mandela himself, you know. And C-3PO's leg, yeah, but what, what specifically are you talking about? I remember a scene in which there's a, one of those flashbacks where Jason's remembering shit, where they were a couple, mm. and she joined the CIA as a handler or as, as whatever position she she has to be close to her man. Well, I think you're half right. I don't think it's, I don't, I, you know, I think from what, I'm, what I researched, every, everything on like Wikipedia, when it comes to the character of Nikki and Bourne and Bourne's biography is that Nikki it was implied that Nikki had. They always say that Nikki had romantic feelings towards Bourne. No, no, no you're you're missing what I'm saying. I, you, I'm not arguing what you're reading. I distinctly remember watching scenes of the flashback. Well, maybe it was a deleted scene. I don't remember there being. I remember it being within the the course of a film, like without, like yeah, and. Well, maybe you saw a random ass extended cut of Born Supremacy or something. I it was. I'm pretty sure it was during Ultimatum. But yeah, yeah. I, either way, from what like like I said, from what I researched, it they said because if it was something like that in like Wikipedia. They would have said there was a scene shot of them being a couple, you know, blah blah blah. Sure. But really, it was just that she had. It is implied that she had romantic feelings towards Born. But she was his assigned handler. She was his assigned handler. Well, do you, and and then he lost his memory. Well, do you remember? Do you remember the scene? I, th- I think it's when they're in the. At best, I call it a coffee shop, but it's probably just a restaurant where they. Mm-hmm. Af- and she goes, "You really don't remember, do you?" Yeah. Like she very distinctly says that to him, and like that, I remember then going into a flashback where he starts to remember, which. You know, what I, I mean, mean like, I think that's what the implication is. That like, no, they, I they, get the implication, but I distinctly remember I, watching a scene. You know, so it's, it's yeah. Based on on me rewatching them, I didn't see any. Of that I scene, watched but them I, all I again. agree that you're yeah. crazy. I well, agree you. that you met, you made up a, a fucking memory. Thank you. Uh, you're I, I I I did rewatch them all again <laughs> when I was watching this. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you, man. I don't need a fucking microscope. I don't need a fucking telescope for this. I I know. Um, CJ just flipped me off. Just just so you all know. Okay, I'm trying to find if there's anything in here because, dude, I feel like it, it's it, maybe like just type in Jason Bourne and Nikki couple question. No, it even says here that uh, Paul Greengrass kept it ambiguous at best on purpose. So like, it's I I don't. I, it's your brain I, fucking with you. That's all it is. It's it's really, really You just kinda... bored yourself, basically. I, I, you I like, did. I did. Instead of forgetting, you created a memory that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> oh man. Um but yeah. How, do you, I, how do you how did you tread stone yourself? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I did that's it on a Larix, that's for sure. Um so all right, so what do you think of the born identity? I, I so the born identity. This is a funny story. You'll appreciate this. The first time I saw the born identity was on a plane, actually. Okay. Coming home from Vegas and not visiting the family. This was ten years before I even found the family. I was just out there, mm-hmm. and 
on a plane home and this is back when they were still using VHS tapes on planes. Okay. So this would have been circa 99. No, it was 2002. I can say that for certain for certain. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think the born born identity didn't come out till 2002, so it couldn't have been 99 anyway. Uh, maybe I'm mis misremembering shit because I I, I was on a plane like 2004, and they definitely at that point they were they had like streaming things on planes, not streaming, but like they at least played like a DVD or they had a way. No, no, they were, they they played it. I but I'm pretty certain based on the fact the way it was showing and the fact that there was tracking and mm. you know, that it was VHS. So, and you got to remember, it could have been an older plane at that point, you know, who sure. knows? I don't, I don't remember. Um, I'd also been stranded in Vegas for three extra days. I'm pretty fucking tired at that point. So that's a, right. um, but anyway, we're on our way back. We're watching the flight. And so the, the V the tape either wasn't around all the way or fucked up initially, or maybe it was a DVD who knows. And it may be the, I don't know, but all I know is that the, they turned the movie on and it started with him at the embassy. What? Really? Yeah. So like the whole thing in the, in the, in the sea with the ship and that never happens. The park bench with the, with the fucking never yeah, happened. so you, you you like drop 20 25 minutes so we didn't get too deep into it when one of the passengers actually the guy that was sitting next to me i guess he had seen the movie prior to this and he like flagged down the, the stewardess or the flight attendant to use the right term and said hey the movie's not right here and right. they went and did whatever and started over. So ultimately, we did end up seeing the whole film because the flight back's like five hours, and it was a it's a two hour movie. So it did, right, we did ultimately see the whole movie. But yeah, that was be kind, rewind. Yeah, so that was my first experience with uh, watching the Born Identity. But I but I remember digging it pretty like liking it quite a bit from like because it was one of those things where I was like, all right. I'll watch the first 10 minutes of the movie and I'll grab some sleep or whatever because, again, I'd been through some shit and I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep in the last, like, 24 hours leading up to it. Sure. And I ended up watching the whole damn movie and going, oh, I I, I, I like this, you know, so. I, I don't remember where I was where I first saw the firstborn. I am willing to bet that I, I think Maxwell was a big fan of them. And I think he, because Maxwell's kind of like, when you and I do homework, yeah, we we when we're assigned something, we watch everything sure. to try and accommodate it. But he just does that. Like if he sees a movie that's part of like a series, he just now has to finish. He's got that mild OCD. So uh, I think he went through a phase where he just watched all three Bourne films. So I think I saw, apart from the like a, a random scene of like the first one. I think I saw all three, the first three, with Maxwell and Nancy. Okay. So. Uh, by the way, if that's Maxwell's thing, if he hasn't already done it, you got to introduce him to the MCU because I just want to watch his. And I like Maxwell a lot, but I want to watch his head explode trying to. Tie oh, he, he's he's um. I've I've had that talk with him. He's he's seen them more or less when they're in order and whenever like a new one is coming out and. But is Especially he also with, filling in like Agent Carter and Agents of no, Shield and not, Daredevil? Because no, all no. that technically 
pieces no. in throughout. So, uh, no, he's not doing any of that shit. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you said he kind of has like a minor OCD thing, so I wasn't sure if that. But not enough to like get Disney Plus and like go through five fucking or seven or eight seasons of Netflix shows. I don't think he's got that much patience. Okay. If I told him, I mean, like basically, he comes to me and says, "All right, End Game is coming out. What do I need to watch?" And I'm like, at the bare minimum, you have to watch Infinity War. That's the bare minimum. Yeah, I I would no, without getting into a whole discussion, I would say at least at least the Avengers films, if nothing else, just the. I, the, I yeah. nor I would say like Civil War, Infinity War, and probably fucking you know. I'd say yeah. I'd, the two the two of Avengers films and Civil War and then Infinity War. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So. Um. um when he, I told him, I said, you need to see Spider-Man. He's like, oh, do I need to see? I'm like, yeah, you need some all. Yeah. All the Spider-Mans. All the, like, all the Spider-Mans, yeah. He's like, oh, you mean like the first two with Tom Holland? I'm like, no, all the fucking and Spider-Mans. Spider-Mans, yeah. All the, all the Spider-Mans. All, um, the, all the thwips. All the thwips. Uh, but no, I, as all, yeah, so I dug the movie. I dug, I dug, I like the concept. I'm a fan of a lot of the actors in, in the, in that one. Like, I like Brian Cox. I like um, I like the guy who plays Wombosi. His name I can never pronounce, but I do like him. He's yeah, got some. He's good. He's really good. But he's got a crazy ass long fucking name, and I have heard yep. it said, but I can never remember it. But he's a he's a good, and I've heard him interviewed. He's a really good dude too. He's not like he he's very accessible when it comes to interviewing and whatnot. So he he will always be like the henchman in the Mummy Returns, who's like going after the kid. Uh, like there's a remember there's that scene where like yeah yeah he, he he grabs his knife and slams it in between the kid's fingers he's like oh my god that was an amazing shot he's like what are you talking about I missed <laughs> see for me he's 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 one of the prisoners in Oz because that's the first time I ever saw him so um but I I get your I get your point so anyway. But I like him you know and then obviously I I was I, I was and still I'm a big Julia Stiles fan. So yeah, I uh, I did not see her coming back for Jason Bourne. I I was surprised. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. I was actually um, hoping maybe I'd finally get my 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 moment of like, okay, that's where it was. Maybe I remembered the wrong movie. No, no. Like they're, are they gonna bang? No, they're not gonna bang. Just no, bang, it bang. It wasn't um, even about banging. It was just having that flashback scene. So I didn't. I was hoping that they were gonna bang because they're, they're like, there's like had that heavily. There is that heavily hinted romance. Yeah, you know it's implied. Yeah. Either they, you know, it's are they gonna fuck? Did they fuck or have they fucked? It's got, or, you know. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Franca Potente. I, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I got um, it right here. I like I liked her kind of spunky gypsy attitude in the Firstborn. The one um, thing that I I'm, and listen, this is a personal. Um, um, a personal thing for me. I I like long hair on women. That's just a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that every woman he ends up hooked up with ends up having to like dye and shorten their hair is like son of a bitch. Like, well, I mean, the, the main reason why Julia Style like obviously she had to go into hiding. Well, so but... did so did Marie. Right, but Marie did it first, and then when Julia Styles did it. It was to mirror Marie, no, and that's I, why Jason Bourne was like, "Whoa!" I know, I, like, I yeah, I get that. Yeah. But then she grew her hair fucking long as fuck and blonde as shit by Jason Bourne. 
the longest it was in the entire franchise, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, it might have been as song. long. It might have been as long in identity, but she had it pulled back the whole time, so it was hard to hard to tell. So true. Julia Stiles was in everything in like from two thousand and two to like roughly two thousand and seven or eight. I think even earlier. I think I think uh, I want to say that Save the Last Dance is like yeah, it's two thousand one, and she was in Ten Things I Hate About You, which was ninety nine. So yeah, yeah. So um, but then. Like the last real thing that I saw her in, she was in the fifth season of Dexter and she was really fucking good in that. So it kind of looked for a minute that she was like dropping from films and just going straight to TV. Yeah. The last main film it looks like she did was Silver Linings Playbook. She was in Silver Linings. I don't remember her in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Really? Oh, she's in Hustlers too. Oh, I didn't watch that. It looked uh, bad. I heard bad things. I I haven't heard either way, but that was probably another big one that she was in. Yeah, but but your point your point is is still there. Yeah, she her she's primarily done uh, TV since since right. the Born franchise. So, um, Brian Cox. I some movies I like him. Other movies I like. I think he was great. For this born world, like for that role, he was good. The only but, problem that I have with Brian, sorry, the, the only problem I have with Brian Cox is not even Brian Cox's fault. It it it's the fact that him and hold on, I'm getting names here because this is legit. Uh, where come on, load motherfucker. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, okay, you could take him, Albert Finney, <laughs> and. Fucking Stacy Keach and put them side by side and be like, are they brothers? Like, yeah, Alfred, uh, Albert Finney, Alfred or Albert? Albert, Albert, Albert Finney and Brian Cox for sure. Yeah, Stacy Keach a little less, but still a little less. And 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 the like, you could tell they're like some differences based on his cleft palate. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, okay, so brothers and third cousin, but still, I mean, like brothers with a third. I mean, yeah. You, Let me put it this way. Two of them are very clearly British trying to play American, and one is very clearly American, is how I kind of look at it. Like, Fair enough. This is the one who just, like studied abroad and developed an accent. But you get what I'm saying. Like those, I do. I absolutely. Yeah. It's that middle age. It's that older middle age, kind of heavy set. But the you know, facial features are very similar. You know, true. You know, and in and to a degree, the voices, like at least within range, I think not. I mean, not Albert Finney definitely wins on like, oh, like his voice, his timbers, you know, he played uh, Churchill in a fucking movie. Oh, did he really? And I you you honestly can't tell (laughs) that because Churchill is like. Like, he's that that very weird, deep, throaty inflection. And. Finney had the same way, like in Big Fish. I love his voiceover in Big Fish, though. I really do. I, he's got he's got such a fucking weird way of talking. It's 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 very Churchill esque. Like, just watch a clip, and I you you maybe like the implication is Finney has been imitating Churchill for the majority of his career, or he just or they just sound exactly the same. But <laughs> anyways, um. 
my favorite. Well, I'll tell you my. There's two my two favorite parts of the first Born Identity is the the uh, muscle memory kicking in when like the the police in Germany try to fucking get him to move away from the bench. I think it's and Austria, just, but sure, yeah, I'm not gonna split hairs with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in fucking Deutsch, Deutschland. Yeah, because um, it's not just he just goes into the moves like you see that mo- or like his mode changes like he goes from. Just dude who to like machine and just fucks. Them. But but then once he fucking like knocks them both to the ground, he looks and he's just like, "What the fuck did I just do?" Like, you know, he he looks kind of shocked with what just happened. He's A little like, bit, I did, yeah. I yeah. did this, yeah. But then the, my favorite scene, really, the one that like is just up there that kind of cements the whole born identity on a whole for me is when he is talking to Marie in the, I guess, oh, the he, restaurant. And he talks about how, the, yeah, go ahead. I know, what, I and, know what you're doing. And I think you and I have talked about this scene in previous episodes before, where he's just like, I I know, you know, that the waitress, uh, blah, 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 has a limp on her left shoulder. I, I, I know all the license plates outside. I know the guy at the corner has a gun on his, you know, underneath his left ass cheek. I know I can run outside for, you know, for a half a mile before my hands start shaking. I know, you know all you that, but I don't like, know the fuck I am. You know you got, like, one of those things right. I know, <laughs> I know. I knew I wasn't going to get them right, so I was <laughs> making them up. It's like, I know there's a fly in the left-hand corner of the screen, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, mean, I know that the guy who cooked our food did not wash his hands. I know all that, but I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> like it's such a great scene, and ultimately, from what I read, that that is what cemented Matt Damon taking the role. Was when he read that script and that 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 exchange of the script, he's like, "I will fucking do this." Well, yeah, I watched one of the extras. I, I wanted to watch more, but just life got in the way, not in a bad way, but just timing and whatever. But mm-hmm. like one of the things that he said was that he didn't want to make if he was going to do these, he didn't want to do a, an action flick that was stereotypical, like something hasn't blown up in seven minutes. And actually, up until. I think Jason or um, Born Legacy. There's one explosion over three films, if I read correctly. Um, you mean there's one explosion in each film, or no, one explosion over the three film, like one not, pure explosion, not not no. Not, he blows shit up in every movie, from what I read. There's a there's at least one explosion per movie, whether it's something as simple as him blowing up the 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 canister to attract Clive Owen's attention at the farm. Well, that's the 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 oil, the oil barrel. That's the one I was talking about. They're saying that's the only explosion, but I'll I'll double check. Um, anyway, the the point is that he's not. You know, it, it's really kind of the anti um, Aaron Cross because what Aaron Cross ultimately becomes, and we'll talk about that more when we get to Legacy, is what Damon didn't want to do with. With Jason, yeah, I see what you're saying. He um, he said if if it wasn't real, he didn't want to like if it couldn't be, you know, it couldn't be that it ha- his thing was this could happen to anyone, and in that you'd have that amnesia, and then you have that struggle of getting back. He just happens to have a set of skills that mm-hmm. are being unlocked or or part of muscle memory mm-hmm. as he's dealing with that. You know, but he has no superpowers. He has no enhancements. He's got a shit ton of training, but that's they don't, not. 
I don't know. I don't. They never fully explicitly say whether he had enhancements. He doesn't well, have to take any of the chems, the meds. Well, right, but up until Legacy, there's zero talk of enhancement. So if Legacy never occurs, that question never never gets to be asked. I'm not right. faulting you for saying it, but I'm saying right. that without Legacy, that question doesn't exist. My, That's true. I mean, that's why ultimately you and I do agree that Legacy and Jason Bourne really are just unnecessary. But if you're going, like, I would rather they kind of milk the cow, so to speak, as opposed to rebooting Jason Bourne again, which is inevitable. Inevitably, they will fucking do probably, it'll probably be a show. Well, it'll I think well, there was one called Treadstone. Right, but I'm saying they'll probably do like a like a like a Netflix HBO type fucking streaming show, and just call it Born. And I you think know, I think Ludlum's e- either after Jason Bourne wrote another book or is in the process of writing a book, I believe. Well, Ludlum's dead, so there is a, there's have... another author who was approved. That's it. by the estate, and no, he's he's written like fifteen of them. There's, okay. They, he, Cracks one out like every year or two. Here we go. In the first three Bourne films, there's only one explosion scene. In mm. the Bourne identity, Bourne blows up a gas tank to distract the professor. That's the one assassin. Yeah. yeah. When he tries to kill Bourne. The Bourne supremacy, Bourne breaks a gas line and and burns a magazine and a toaster. Okay. So the way that, okay. But the way it's written in the first three films, there's only one explosion scene. I under, yeah, it's it's worded poorly. It, what they should have said there is one explosion per, per movie. movie. I, I and so we're both kind of right because what I read is what it says, but right. you're correct that it's one per per flag. Right, but still, I think I just I think I just translated it differently. You did, but but what what Matt Damon's point was that there's not like a, there's not scene explosion scene explosion scene like he he didn't Correct. want that for this franchise and and you don't get that the thing that i think they end up doing though is they end up setting their own trope that's the that's the only thing like you know in a born flick there's going to be a car chase yeah there's one um, born flick that I I don't think there's a car chase in Legacy. I think that's the only one that doesn't have a no. There is the motorcycle the, scene. The, so, yeah. the motorcycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I I ha- look. I'll I'll tell you this. I'll tell the audience this. In the midst of me watching the Bourne films, I've also been prepping for future episodes. Some of them are the Fast and the Furious. Some of them are Mission Impossible's. I am so fucking carred out. <laughs> I, like. Like I watched, like I, I fucking dude, I have been doing so much homework because my time is also limited because I had to go to work and like, I'll put on like the fast and the furious movies, uh, at work because Steph does not want to watch them, but she wants to watch the Bourne films. So we were watching the Bourne films at home and then I'm watching fast and the furious at work. And it's not like I could just sit there and watch like a bunch of movies and like get paid for that. Like I still have to pause the movie and I still have to go to work and I have to, you know, I have to help customers. So it's like, I'm missing some shit. Don't you have to have customers to help customers? Hey, fuck you, buddy. I get customers. I just don't get a whole lot of them. I was going to say people still rent shit. Yes. People still rent shit. Okay. They're called seniors. Ah, so when, when the baby boomers die out, you're, you're fucked. 
Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Although I've I've heard people say I'm I'm going to cancel my Netflix. They're raising their prices. They are. I, yeah. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks. Well, I've been paying that anyway for the uh, the uh, HDR, so I'm I think I'm going up to twenty or something. Yeah, fucking Netflix. Anyways, I think I can handle majority of the car chases in the original Bourne films. I fucking was groaning so goddamn much of the fucking the car chase in fucking Jason Bourne, where like they're just fucking up Las Vegas, like they're just destroying the strip. I, I, Steph and I were we we were so. Oh, we were just so done. Like, it, I mean, on one hand, I'm glad they're doing practical effects. I like the fact they're doing real stunts. It's not fake CGI shit. Well, it's not CGI, but it's not practical either. That that armored truck running through cars would not do that. Trust it me. It would not do that for sure. But they're using real cars. Like I'm saying, I like that they're doing that. We're usually like they had to modify shit, but I. I got, I was so done with it, dude. I, on one hand, I like the fact they brought Vincent Cassell in the fucking franchise. Another, another Ocean's fucking connection. I was going to say that, yeah, him and, you know, it, it's funny to see him fighting Talor yet again, you know. Right. So. But at the same time, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But I, I was just, at that point, I think my, my main criticism boils down just to the title of Jason Bourne. Like I understand their argument why it's called Jason Bourne because it comes full circle and he's embraced the name Jason Bourne. Like he knows his identity. He knows like his David blah, blah, blah. Webb's dead. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just such a fucking lazy. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, especially considering the other ones are like the Born Identity, <laughs> the Born Supremacy, the Born Ultimate. Even the one that doesn't involve Born, the Born Legacy. Like I, I, I gotta say that he, without Without featuring Jason Bourne, that's a pretty good fucking title because yeah. the, le- the legacy is what allows you to not feature Bourne. If you exactly, if you called it just about anything else, then maybe it would have sucked. But legacy was the right word, you know. So the the problem is they kind of fucked themselves if they ever want to make a sequel because then what are you going to call it? You're going to call it the Bourne Legacy Two, or you then you just reboot the whole thing and you say, you know. The cross legacy, or or what you know, but I don't know. They you weren't could, supposed you to could make have a potentially sequel. gone. You, I mean, I guess you could have gone like born program or the program, you know, something like that, and you know, almost like um, it's a bad analogy, but I'm a better one. But like you know, like Solo is a Star Wars story. It could be like a sure. born story, and you spin off into the cross stuff, you know. Sure. So if and if they rebooted, I totally see them doing that. Yeah, but really, yeah. like Jason Bourne should have been called the fucking the born redundancy, you know, it was just, and if they make another one, just call it the born finality. Like actually, be done. All jokes aside, the born redemption would have been a nice title for that. I think, you know, it was originally supposed to be resurgence, but there was like two fucking other movies, like the mechanic resurgence and independence day resurgence. were both coming around the same time. They're like, yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. Yeah. But they I, should just call it the born resurrections and be just fucking done with it. You got a thing for resurrections right now, man. Uh, like, uh, I just don't like, I, I, I for, don't like lazy ass titles. For, for, for an atheist to be this much into resurrections is pretty impressive. If you ask me, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's a, funny. that's a different conversation. Um, 
you you had supremacy at a pretty low number. So so why? I'm curious. The the main reason is I fucking hate the cinematography. I understand what Paul Greengrass was trying to do, which was different director wants... from the first one, by the way, just for the for the audience. Right. Yeah. And but like his style of like zooming in, zooming out, like he he wants us to feel like we're in the room with Bourne as he's fucking okay. So but but. And uh, and I'm not discrediting that, right? But take out that part of it. Take out the cinematography portion of it. Mm-hmm. Where does the where does the movie rank? So if that's all that takes it down to five for you, then where do you put it after that? I would put it at three. It would still it it would I I still like Ultimatum more than okay. Supremacy. That's fine. I'm just trying to. Figure but yeah, out yeah. yeah. Story wise, Supremacy is great. It's just I have like I, have I almost a major, get motion sickness watching it. I have one major problem with the story in in I and I guess it fits the story. So like my 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 complaint is probably more personal, a la your cinematography thing with mm-hmm. Greengrass. I don't like that they killed Marie, Marie. as I, I don't like that they killed her at all. But if they're going to as early as they did, you know, That's like one of your pet peeves. You really don't like that. You really don't like it when the love interest that we spent so much investment on the previous film dies in the open, like Deadpool too. You fucking had a I, huge I problem. I still with that. have a huge problem with that. Yeah, yeah. Every time they kill off the love interest at the beginning of a movie, it grinds your gears. Well, and that's it. I mean, here's the thing. Like again, I watched one of the extras, and he and the one extra, and it was an interview separately, but interviews with both Matt Damon and and. Um, Franca Patente. Thank you. Yeah, about the second one, they were they were mm-hmm. actually talking about how they had finished the first. They're working on the second, so I guess the interview took place like in between, but while they were filming, mm-hmm. and they both said, "We feel like we're making a really great sequel to the second one." And I'm like, "Bitch, you were in that movie for thirty seconds. Like, I mean, and you know this because it's in the script. She gets shot like page four. Like, come on. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's it's." She can't ruin that. She can't. No, it's a little bit longer, but it ain't long. I mean, it's it is the classic thing of like, how do you piss off Bourne? You know, I I, I, listen. That's what I'm saying. I get the need, right? Right. I I I get it. It's I I get the concept, but I don't know. Like, I almost would have preferred they killed her. I would have almost preferred they killed her off screen, like. Like in between the two movies, like you know, the the movie starts with him like, "I'm coming for you, fucker," because you killed her. Like, there was no. Oh, I, to... I would have not have liked that. I, well, I I don't know that I would have liked it any more than I like what what actually occurs. Like, I think stylistically, because it's sort of that iconic thing of born in water. No pun intended. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's in. Um, he's in water quite a lot. So. Right, and there's always that shot of it looks like he's dead, and then he like moves. Like the ending of Ultimatum is just a recreation of the first one. So when he, when Marie gets shot in the head because it's aimed for him, and just fucking um, Carl See, Urban. Now, okay, so that's that's shit. the question I have. Right, they say that, but I don't buy it. Oh well, they switch spots. I remember, I, like no, I get that, but if 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 Carl Urban. 
which, by the way, I realize now it's probably the first time I've seen that fucker, but it's I didn't realize it at the time. Cause I, exactly the same. Once I saw him on screen, I'm like, what the fuck? Actually, no, I take that back. I think I saw him in the Rings movies first. Am I wrong about that? Maybe? I don't remember him in, in, in the Ring? No, the Rings. Lord of oh, the, the Rings. Oh, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because he's oh, in that. He, he's the head of the 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 army that's yeah, on the he, white he's horses. He's in Two Towers, I think, yeah. Uh, I think he also makes an appearance in Return of the King for the same right, character. But yeah, right, yeah, I, I think... Uh, well, I'm trying to think of when I first probably saw him. Well, anyway, I, yeah. and first and foremost, and also I'm a huge Carl Urban fan. Like, I like him as an actor. I like a lot of the stuff he's, he's in. Good. And he's a good actor. But anyway. He's great in The Boys. You should watch The Boys. Uh, that I have not seen, but I've seen you should, a lot of You it. should watch The Boys. The character's name is Kirill. So mm-hmm. when Kirill goes to, to Goa in India to kill Jason, right? Right. I get the impression that he, and, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I feel like he's one of the, the, the assets. Like, he has all the same skill set, all the same training as Bourne. He's just being used by other people. But I, I believe he has all that same training. Right. From what from what I read, because I did I looked it up because I was curious at the same thing. They definitively say that he is part of the Russian Secret Service. That's okay. it. He's not part of of well, Treadstone. Maybe, well, yeah. I was going to go as far as to say maybe like a Treadstone defector and how he's working for the Russians. But anyway, the the point is that it. Okay, even if he doesn't have the same training, he's supposed to be on par with, right? Yeah. And. So when he's looking through that that site to take that mm-hmm. shot, he sees that it's Marie, and I, I I think he takes the shot on purpose. I think I think when you're driving in a car and you're trying to hit one person, well, he's not driving at that point. He's stationary on the bridge. They're driving. They're, well, you said when you're driving trying to hit somebody. That's what I'm saying. And just for the audience, he's stationary on the bridge. I think he. I think he. I think his intent was he wanted to kill them both just to leave no witnesses. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think he cared that he shot Marie overborn is what I'm getting at. I think, I think he probably thought if he shot Marie since she's driving that born would probably drown, which is exactly what he hoped right. for. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying that that's, but I would also argue that he was very sloppy where he just like, oh, well, Borg survived, you know, breathing underwater. No problem. Like, you know, he, he didn't really he didn't do his homework. You know, you don't if you don't see the body. Your job's not fucking done. Yeah, but it's also very much like and, and this is an analogy I use all the time when I see assassinations in movies now. So it, it's very much leave the gun, take the cannoli. Like, it's it's quick. You get in, get done, get out. Like, I, you, you don't want to hang around. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, he went to the bridge to look. He you did. Know, he, he did, but I don't know. I, I think that, um, I think that he, uh, I don't know. I, I, I felt like he, he targeted Marie. I think he targeted the driver, and I actually feel like he was even more happy that it was Marie at the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think that was just a product of her being behind the wheel. You know, I think he would. I don't know. Sh- I, yeah, I think it's open for interpretation. I think I, I ultimately think what really is most frustrating is that how they framed Bourne for something he had nothing to do with. 
Well, that doesn't stun me. So the fact is that they would probably would have like, he probably would have been dragged into this bullshit anyways, even if they hadn't shot Marie. The difference is, is to, do we have to have Bourne run around India and Europe and wherever the fuck well, the, with Marie yet again? The plan was to, if, if Bourne had died, they could have blamed it on Bourne. Bourne would have been dead. The investigation would have stopped right, right then and there, and they would have gotten right. away with what they were trying to do. Bourne mm-hmm. survives, and that fucks up the whole, the whole plan. Right. Where he, I, my, one of my favorite parts is when he's listening to um, Joan Allen and, and he's, and she's just like, we know he did this shit. And the look on Damon is just like, I did what now? Yeah. 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 Like they're saying like, oh, 10 to get, 10 days ago, he killed some. It's like 10 did 10 days ago. I was balls deep in Marie. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. I do. I do. Speaking of, um, cause you were talking about that scene in the park from identity when the, the cops and they hit him with the stick and he kind of like snaps and does his, you know, shit or he awakens. Really. Or, yeah. And snaps is the wrong word, but like he, what I meant by snaps, he snaps into like mode and just does mm-hmm. whatever. Does it, it's, it's a little more planned in this scene, but when he's in the Italian consulate, and and the American embassy guy comes to interview him, and he's just sitting there like that comatose look on his face. And the guy finally like says the wrong thing, and he just goes to work. What am I see? I like it when I when I like movies that reference other movies within the film. Okay, like like a character is watching sure. a, like a real movie because yeah. that makes it like oh they're in our world. Yeah, right, this, right, right. One of my all time favorite things. If you, you see the forty year old version, right? Once, okay. So, Forty Year Old Virgin came out like two thousand four, like, and and Supremacy had just come out right before that. Or, I th- yeah, it's uh, two thousand five. The Supremacy is two thousand four. Forty Year Old Virgin is probably two thousand four or five. It's one of the two. I'm looking now. Either way, the whole point is, is that uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Steve, Steve Carell, five. Five. Yeah. Steve Carell works at electronic store. Right. And he's trying to talk to his coworker, Romney Malco, who is watching the born supremacy on all the TVs. Cause you know, they'll advertise TVs. They'll put on a movie to show, look at this picture quality. Right. And Romney Malco is not really paying attention to what Andy's trying to tell him, but it's that scene where Bourne is sitting in the fucking Italian consulate, and, and then he's got that glazed look on his face, and then he just fucks up all the dudes. And so Andy's like, he's like, hey, so can we talk about it? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. He's like, no, no, I really need to talk about, like, you know, this whole thing. Oh, damn! I wasn't really fucking into Matt Damon, but god damn, Matt Damon can whoop some ass in this film. <laughs> cracks me the fuck up so every time i watch that scene i am reminded of the 40 year old virgin it's so fucking stupid without before we get deeper into it it's a question actually i'm glad you brought it up the way you did but it's a question i've been meaning to ask what did you think of damon in general in this role as as jason Bourne? i liked him I, I I liked his bewilderness more in identity where he's just like i what is what am i what's what going the fuck on is going on here yeah yeah, yeah. right um, one of my favorite things of all the trivia of all the Bourne movies that he's in is that Bourne never smiles. Yes, and I it saw really that. is. Yeah, every single movie, right? They say yeah. Bourne never smiles. The only time he ever smiles is in a photograph or with him and Marie, 
or flashback. It says a flashback too. But but specifically with like, like a flashback of him and Marie, essentially that wasn't in the actual film. Like they had to create the flashback for the film. Sure. Um, I wish you would smile. Like Matt Damon's got such a lovely smile. It's it's. I mean, I don't blame him for not smiling. I see. To me, to me, that's a product. Because if you notice, none of them do it. Not like, like none of the asshats smile. Like it's it, it. I think it's a product of the training. That's why I said what I said. Like they, they break you. Well, Renner smiles a lot in like. Right. I'm talking about like when they send the assets. The OG after. ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like and and I would argue that Renner is a an experiment within the program. Oh, he's definitely an experiment because, you know. like, he's basically Charlie, but with a gun. Do you, do you know the reference I'm talking about, Charlie? No, no. So there's a – I can't remember the, the fucking – what the book is. But there was a movie in, like, the late 60s, early 70s with the original Uncle Ben from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's Cliff Robertson. Okay. What they do is that they – he is a kind of a, a, a mentally disabled janitor. And they give him this new drug that they're testing, and it fucking boosts his IQ. And it makes him immensely intelligent. And then gradually, I guess, his antibodies are kind of working against it. And he's aware. Yeah. And he's aware his IQ is dropping. And he's aware he's going to have to go back to being mentally disabled. And this, it's such a fascinating fucking story. But that's what Jeremy Renner's character is because they said that they raised his IQ points just so he could be admitted admitted for the program. Like they forged basically they changed his intelligence and the chems that he has are both green and blue. Mm-hmm. One of them is intelligence, one of them is physical. Oh, yeah. So what you see throughout legacy is his IQ slowly dropping because he doesn't have his medication. And he's aware of it. And then there's it shows a scene of him being interviewed pre, uh, uh, whatever pre uh, worked on. Yeah. Where he's dumb, like he's he doesn't understand basic communication. We also got so, blown the fuck up. I wonder if that had something to do with that too, though. Well, they're yeah, but they're asking him questions like, "What is your name?" He's like, "Where?" And he's like, "No, what is your name?" He's like, "Uh, uh." I just My took name. that to disorientation of being blown the fuck up, personally. But they're, but they're basically... I, it's such a weird thing where I leaped to a... Basically, the, the movie Charlie. It's, spell, it's, it's not spelled like I-E. It's, it's not even E-Y. It's just C-H-A-R-L-Y. It's such a weird... It's like, almost like a child way of writing right, the name. Right, right, Which is why, I guess, why they did it. Um, it's kind Yeah, it was kind of like, what if you put a gun in if you gave like if you could boost rain man's like see i don't think he was that i don't think he was that again from all the research i read they they made it seem like he had very below average iq like he he got into the military you have to be able to pass a certain intelligent quotient to get into the military he was in he was a a, uh, he was a marine or a ranger before that so you have to be able to get so I, I don't know that I agree with as low as you're saying, you know, I'm not this saying... is just what they, what Wikipedia and trivia has given me. So uh, let's see. either way, I think there was a trivia thing where it's like, you know, he was 
he was below like someone's they were like they they rationalized it as like a hundred IQ is like average or something. While I'm looking for that, I do I do like this one thing here. It says Daniel Craig visited his wife Rachel Ice while they were on shoot in Manila and Frank Marshall was there and was uh said it was awesome to have Aaron Cross and Bond on the same set at the same time. Yeah. Have you heard about uh Matt Damon's like like he'll he flat out says he'll never do a crossover he, like he and uh, Bourne and, and Cross will never be in a movie together by by his standards. Um I could see that, but I mean that goes exactly what I was saying to him earlier about how he didn't want Bourne to be like this thing with these superpowers and it comes kind of not to the level of like, you know, Captain America, but you know, the Kems He's super soldier esque, yeah. Yeah. So but, but that's fine. You can have Aaron Cross be the super soldier and have, you know, like you get you know, you you have Bourne, who is pretty much superhuman as it is, just based on sheer will and adrenaline, um, kind of like John Wick in that aspect. Yeah. Um, but I would I would be very curious to see Matt Damon and Jeremy Renner team up and and just see how they're like. You know, one is super chatty. Like Aaron Cross never shuts up throughout all of Bourne Legacy. Um. Which is really funny because they both have like the biggest wrestling bitch faces I've ever seen. Like Jeremy Renner has commented, he's like, everyone thinks I'm always in a foul mood mm-hmm. because I just I'm just relaxed. Like he they said that he said that on Graham Norton. He's just like, when I just relax my face, people think I'm pissed off. Um so to see Matt Damon be who is I've seen interviews is very chatty and very excitable and nice to people to be the angriest I've ever seen him. You know, is kind of interesting. He also went on a whole fucking bitch fit about the screenwriter, uh, Tony Gilroy. He publicly slammed the screenwriter before Born Ultimatum came out. Who did? Matt Damon. Oh. He said, to, oh, this, he's like, he basically said, this guy should be fired. He should never fucking write a movie ever again. You know, he fucking, he fucking phoned in Born Ultimatum, which I'm like, I fucking, I liked Born Ultimate. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Must have been an earlier first draft that was just shitty. Maybe, yeah. But then Tony Gilroy is the one who did Legacy. Right. So right. I'm lo- maybe that's maybe that's why Born is so maybe I'm Born. Maybe that's why Matt Damon's so against working with Jeremy Renner. At, you know, with the, having the crossover, he's like, I'm not touching anything Tony Gilroy did. Fuck him. Uh, yeah. Everything I'm seeing says they have the same training. Pre pre program, uh, cross and born. Yeah. So born does have was enhanced. No, no, no. Same training pre program. So prior right. to being involved in any kind of program, they went through the same military experiences uh, and whatnot. Like so. So unless you're saying they're both like that, I I don't think so. You know. Yeah. Because I'm not seeing anything else about uh. Here we go. Jason Bourne and Aaron Cross uh, share similar traits with one another. Both were recorded, recruited to volunteer for Treadstone and Blackbriar. Both were military soldiers presumed dead. Both share similar military training and expertise in weapons and martial arts. Both have a love interest. Uh, they they say Bourne with Nikki Parsons, but I I would go more. I don't, yeah, I don't buy that. Um, but 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 uh. 
The major difference is that Aaron Cross knew his real identity from the beginning, um, but Bourne doesn't find out who he was until the end. Mm-hmm. Crossover remembers it. Uh, here we go. Hold on, let me see. Cross, uh, if Bourne has or had a, uh, hold on. Cross is genetically enhanced soldier, both physically and IQ wise, and we don't know if Bourne was enhanced or just naturally, but it doesn't specifically say like, right? The, yeah. So, I mean, my argument that he could be enhanced is that because he was essentially the first. Based on what we found out in in, in the movie Jason Bourne, I mean, his you, dad you, you, started it. You could make that argument. My my argument was okay. Look what we got with Jason Bourne. Imagine what happens if we enhance these fuckers. Like that's right. my that's my logic. So Jason's not enhanced, but they go okay. Look what he can do. Imagine if we enhance these fuckers. You know, so right. Um, it, it, argument could be made either way. I'm not gonna. It's not a hill worth dying on for me. But you know, right? I, I don't. Um, I, I don't have a. You know, I'm not. I don't care that much. Um, um, I, you know, I. But you're right about about Cross being chatty, um, versus born for sure. I mean, even mm-hmm. even Outcome Five, also known as Oscar Isaac, is like, dude, you don't shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, <laughs> seriously. I was super surprised. To see, like, I, I just didn't think there would be a movie where Edward Norton, Oscar Isaac, Rachel Weisz, and fucking Jeremy Renner were all in the same movie together. Listen, they're not real. They're never in the scenes together, really. Uh, well, Isaac, apart from and, Renner and I, on yeah, Oscar, yeah, yeah, and well, Isaac, Weiss, Isaac Oscarson, yeah, and Weiss and uh, and Renner are obviously in a bunch of scenes together too. But you know, right? It's just they're all huge stars now, especially Oscar Isaac, because yeah. at the time, Star Wars wasn't a thing yet. No, Star. I mean, he had just. Well, he I hate just Star in, Wars. Star Wars was obviously right, 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 right. It, it's just sort of. To see before he, I mean, you and we could tell the audience that we had like a long fucking text message about how there is a there's a plethora of MCU actors that are in the fucking Bourne, all five Bourne films. Specifically Legacy, though, the the biggest concentration of it is definitely Legacy. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, Jeremy Renner. Yep. Is Hawkeye fucking Oscar Isaac? Which technically hasn't aired yet, but sure, you know. Well, he before he, I mean, because he's he's Moon Knight, but that's gonna air. I mean, the Uh, trailer aired, so it counts. Okay, but if you're gonna go, you're going Apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. That's Um, not MCU, but okay, you know. No, it's more. He he was he had his foot in the Marvel fucking door already. Yeah, but now it's official. He's MCU. Uh, fucking Rachel Weisz is in Black Widow. Yep. Um, Edward Norton was fucking Hulk at one point. I actually still think he's the better of the two, personally. I ha- I I agree, but I I I I like Mark Ruffalo's interpretation up I... until Endgame. Up until fucking Endgame, yeah. yeah. Actually, even and we've talked about it before, but just even in, in Endgame, when he's when when the Sorcerer Supreme separates him, and you get old. You know, banner back, non hulked out banner. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not so bad either. But the rest of it, I'm with you on. So, um, anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of who's the other ones though. You're saying outside because to me, it was only the the legacy films. I'm I'm looking through our texts. We we got a ton of. I guess there was you and someone else were texting in the in the group chat. No. Well, I oh, just ju- oh, just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. So. Okay, um, so 
Let me look at uh, where we said. Well, so, you started pulling out Hannibal, uh, the Hannibal well, universe, too. I did, yeah. So, um, Toombs' scientist, yep. uh, that actor yep. from Spider-Man Homecoming. I can't remember his fucking name, but I see, right. he's popping up everywhere now. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, got... I like the exchange where you and I were <laughs> you like, I count yeah. Cross, Toombs' scientist, and Hawkeye. And I'm like, Cross is Hawkeye. And he's like, oh. And he's like, no, no, no. The guy who plays the fucking villain cross in Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I thought, that's pretty fucking funny. It is funny. It I is thought funny. you were being so dumb for a second. I was like, cross is fucking Hawkeye, you dipshit. And then you realized I wasn't being dumb. Right. Yeah, we were both dumb for that moment. <laughs> um, and so other MCU actors, obviously Rachel Weisz, uh, Matt Damon and Carl Urban were both in Ragnarok. Yeah, I would I would argue Carl Urban had a more important role, but sure, you know. Yeah, but I mean, hey man, it fucking it counts. counts. It counts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we were I was doing this separately because you you're not a Hannibal Lecter fan, really. Right. But I was like, there's like Bourne and Hannibal Lecter and the fucking MCU are all fucking like just hey who's available oh well we worked with him on this fucking movie let's just hire him again you get it, fucking it, Brian Cox was it, the original Hannibal Lecter it's a weird love triangle really is it what really it is. is yeah uh fucking so Brian Cox was the original Hannibal Lecter in the movie called Manhunter he's in the fucking Bourne films fucking Anthony Hopkins is fucking Odin true true uh fucking, yeah but there's no tie to Bourne on that one you can't. I'm not just fucking yeah. wait. They'll make another goddamn Bourne movie. It's going to be old man Bourne and Matt Damon's unavailable. So they're going to have like Anthony Hopkins could be the year 2074. No, he, um, he already, he's in the next franchise. Yes, that's true. He's in, the um, franchise. Joan Allen was also in Manhunter. Okay. So she played Pam Landy. Uh, Edward Norton was in red dragon. Yep. Um, and then that made me realize that fucking Scott Glenn, who plays Stick in Daredevil, yeah. is also in fucking Silence of the Lambs and Born Ultimatum, I think. And Legacy, he's in both. And Legacy. Yeah. So there's there's this weird fucking like uh, menage a trois of fucking franchises. Uh, and then and then I as I was like going through them, I, I I like this actor, but I cannot fucking pronounce his name. And sure. we've all seen him. He's in fucking everything. He's the fucking like soft spoken balding dude who's like super thin. And his name is Zelch Z- uh oh, fuck. Z- uh Zelchko Ivanek. And he's from he's born in um Chicago. Slovenia. <laughs> yeah, he's born in Chicago. <laughs> he was born in Kansas <laughs> with a name like Zelko Ivanek. But he's been in fucking everything. Like he he was in the movie, the the movie Hannibal. He plays uh, Gary Oldman's handler. Yeah, apparently it's, he's in Argo, in, Three Boards. He's in everything. He's in billboards. fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. He's in he's in X Men Apocalypse with. That's right. I yeah. completely forgot about that. Uh, I'm just looking through his thing now. His his I his uh, IMDb. Um, can can we talk about for poor fucking Jeremy Renner? Because, and and this will come up this next. Is, this is going to be the next episode, isn't it? It, it is yeah. going to come I, up I again. I was going to wait for this conversation for the next episode, but well, go for it. But we can bring it up and then bring it up again if we have to. But like, 
All right. This motherfucker keeps getting set up for franchises, and then the original actor's like, nah, I'm good. I'll come back. You know? Yeah. They really, uh, you know, that was the thing is Jeremy Renner was really going to be, like, they, I don't know if he just had an amazing publicist, <laughs> but, like, they were like, Jeremy Renner is the new guy you should all pay attention to. And I'm all like, who? Like, what the fuck? Because... Well, I've seen I, them as far back as SWAT, the 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 SWAT uh, movie with. I never, um, saw, I never saw SWAT. He he he's the main bad guy or the or the secondary bad guy in okay. SWAT. Yeah. I honestly, the only other thing that I think I had seen at the top of my head was a movie called Dahmer, where he played Jeffrey Dahmer, and fuck me, he's good in that. <laughs> Holy shit! Like this is. Like I've seen is, I've seen the Hurt Locker. That's where I think I first saw him. That was that was really his. Um, that's really what put him on the map. He's that not, makes sense. He's not done a lot though, comparatively. I mean, he's you know comparative to some of these other people we're talking about. But the Hurt Locker definitely fucking boosted his profile, and then that makes sense because you would probably know more, but he, he appears in ghost protocol. That's the mission impossible movie that he appears in. That's his first one. Yeah. Actually the only one. Yeah. He doesn't show up yeah. in the next one. Yeah. Because the implication was they weren't, they didn't know if they were going to, Tom Cruise was going to come for the next mission. Impossible. And he was going to be, Jeremy Renner up. yeah, he wasn't going to be Ethan Hunt, but they were going to, he was going to kind of take over that, that role. Yeah. Um, he was going to be Aaron cross 2.0. Dahmer came out the year before, uh, spot just so just to put it in perspective from right you know but he's good in it he's really fucking creepy he's in 28 and... weeks later which i'm sure you've seen i have i've seen it but i don't remember him it's been a very long time since i've seen it his character's name is doyle if that means anything to you i remember the first one more than than the suit than 28 weeks um but he was in thor before he was in mission impossible so thor was his first like I would yeah, say, but like, I, you know, I saw Mission Impossible four after I saw Thor. I, uh, I didn't well, see yeah. the majority of the Mission Impossibles in theaters. Uh, I saw the s- first and second. I think the rest of them were all at home. But did we'll you talk see about any of the Bourne films in theaters? No, no, I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. I don't think I've ever seen a Bourne film in theaters. Maybe, maybe Ultimatum. There was a long period of time where, like, I just didn't go to the movies at all. Like, you know, I'm still not a huge fan of going unless it's like something we need to see or it's something like, right. you know, you know, like an end game kind of thing. Star Wars, you know? Marvel. Even then, you skipped a couple Marvel films. Like, yeah, I've 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 only gone to like you saw Spider Man. Well, yeah, because everyone was like, if you don't see this, like, when it drops, you're going to be stupid. Like, you could kind of get away with not right. seeing Doctor Strange, you know, until it came to home video. Shang-Chi and the same thing. You know, like, I, I you know, I'm glad well, I we, have it. But We never had a full-on conversation about Eternals. Or Shang-Chi. We haven't done either, really. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, but we, it's not it's not relevant to Bourne. No, no. Well, we, we can do that, though. Um... But uh, yeah. I saw the new Scream. Like we could do a, a a little mini episode of like, what have we seen recently? Well, let's save that because I'm getting Ghostbusters tomorrow. So unless we're gonna, I, well, 
Yeah, well, we're probably going to do a whole franchise on that anyway, wait, I think. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd wait for that because uh, I actually want to take a photo. I, at work, I had to get the movies early to implement them in the system. So sure. I actually had to, like, input Ghostbusters Afterlife in the fucking video room. And I almost took a photo of it, but then I got a customer walking at the same time. They're like, is Ghostbusters available? I'm like, yes, it is. And like, can I have it? I'm like, no. No. I'm like, not- Why? I'm like, because legally you can't. It, it's Tuesday. not released. Yeah, yeah Tuesday. Yeah. It's, it's, but you have it. Can you just be a pal? No. no. <laughs> um, Jeremy Renner also was on an episode of House, and I always want to bring that up is because I've been going, I've been going back through House and rewatching that show, which I'm a big fan of. So that's got to be one of the later seasons, though, because I don't remember him in that. Uh, let's see what season it is. If it says it here, it usually does. Where was it? Hold on. Uh, but yeah, he he definitely gets set up though in general. Uh, two thousand seven was this season, and it started in four and it ended in twelve, so it's about midway. The last time I had a conversation about Jeremy Renner this long and in depth was the episode with OC that I did on the on the sly. No, we the talked ADD about him. With, the ADD with OC. Yeah, but we've talked about him since because of the Endgame and stuff. Right, but not to this depth because at the time when I was recording with OC, it was that whole fucking hoopla of Jeremy Renner and his like his ex wife saying that he like did a bunch of coke and went yeah. crazy and like shot his gun. Well, and that's that's the other thing. Like we talk about him getting set. Like he almost got replaced as Hawkeye. Like yeah, ultimately got, it, did, yeah. it ultimately didn't happen. But like, it and was I very guess, close. And I guess you could make the argument they're setting that up with Kate Bishop in the in the series, but that's True. that to me is more natural progression of the storyline than it is replacing Renner. You know, so. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think he knows he's on thin ice. Well, sure, but he's really not doing a bunch of, you know. Well, <laughs> OC's uh, response is like, "Oh, he's from Modesto. Yeah, of course he's a fucking crazy drug addict." <laughs> See the only thing I re- the only thing I remember about that conversation. There's only two things I remember about that episode because I obviously oh. wasn't there. Yeah, uh, it it's Quentin's love of a specific word that gets discussed, and then the yep. the constant reference back to Hitler. <laughs> like the only two like, things I remember. Yeah, like did Hitler which which hand did Hitler wipe his ass with? Like yeah, yeah like that- it, but it kept circling back to Hitler. Like it would come back he- to like like it, it was weird. So. Look, man, I love talking to every week, but OC will always come up with anything more original than you and I could ever come up oh, with. Oh, sure, like, sure. And that like, dude, fuck thinking outside the box. This dude doesn't even have a box. We interviewed him about his documentary and somehow ended up hearing a story about how he ended up in a Mexican prison. I mean, like... And how he had a farting penis. Yes, that too. So, you know... <laughs> Like all right, so um, what do you think of Born Ultimatum? <laughs> um, well, hold on, let let let's stick with oh, Ultimatum. I'm sorry, I thought you were jumping ahead. Yeah, Ultimatum. Listen, I I like the fact that it eventually makes its way to America. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a. I'm not one of those like, oh, America, yeah. Like it's it, it's not like that, but it was nice to see it. No, well, because like I know people that were like that. Like, why is everything got to be in Europe? And I'm like, that's not really a thing, but. It, it it was nice to see it span more globally because even though him and Marie end up in, in Goa, India, there's not a there's outside that one sequence, 
there's not much. Like, it, it goes back to Europe pretty quickly. Like, it doesn't stay, you know. I think he's at his most comfortable in Europe because he was based in France, so... Well, sure, like, but I'm talking about the story. I'm not talking about... Sure. ...about Born himself. I think know? it's also, like, let's show, you know... It, like, I feel the same way about, like, Bond. When I see Bond in America, it looks strange to me. To I me, Bond that. belongs in, like, Europe and everywhere else but, like, America. But, but see, I didn't mind Born in in Europe. I just wish they would have gotten more global with it overall. You know what I mean? Like, you know, globe hopping almost. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, he, he goes to Italy a couple times. He loves Italy. He, like, does, he goes to Italy, Italy a couple three times. Three fucking he, times. Yep. He, he Greece a couple times. I think he's in Greece more than once. He's in Greece. Well, technically, they didn't film in Greece. The Greek like government would not allow them to film. No, but I'm so saying they, the story goes to Greece. I think he's just no. He's in Greece just in Jason Bourne. Is it just Jason Bourne? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then it's in Russia. You know, and then it's you know it's, in it's Russia, Germany. Um. And actually, the Russia portion inspired me to go back and watch Hitman again, which I know you're not a fan of, but... Which, when Bourne is running through the apartments and it shows a kid playing a video game... He's playing Hitman. He's playing Hitman, Well, yeah. so in Hitman, too, the same thing happens. He's running through apartments mm-hmm. and, they got, and they're playing Hitman. So, yep. are you sure you're not confusing those two? No. I'm, okay. I'm... Because he, when Bourne is running through the apartments chasing after the assassin who's about to fucking try and kill Nikki. Right, right. Yeah, he, that's honestly one of my all-time favorite parts where he is like running on the fucking, uh, the The rooftops, uh, no, 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 the balcony railings where he fucking like, like leaps off the fucking railings. Like, I'm like, so goddamn difficult to do. Like I want, you know. Born strikes me as the motherfucker who would go to a chiropractor every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing I like about Born in general is that, like, he gets fucked up. Like, he, he you know, may, maybe he should have more broken bones than he ends up with. But at the same time, like, he doesn't, he doesn't always come out of it just fine. Like, no. you know, he's been shot several times even outside of the three shots that like start the whole franchise you know what i mean like there's been more than one occasion where like i i'll you know i would roll my eyes and look at stuff i'm like he should be dead what the fuck yeah, but like, you can I don't say care. that about almost any action movie we watch i mean i know but that that still grinds my fucking gears like like, you John know, McClane should be dead a few times over. Seriously. <laughs> like, John McClane should be dead just based on the explosions that are always behind his ass. That's what I'm like. He should have second-degree burns on his ass. Right. That's I why mean, he has no hair, honestly. That's <laughs> all burn, burn off and explosions. It just burnt the fuck off, yeah. <laughs> um, so what's your excuse? But, oh, I was set on fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been set on fire before. Oh, well, that's I, lovely. But it's not on my head. It was everywhere else. Ow. I've told you this. You no, don't remember the story? No, you did not tell me this story. I've told you the story, but no. I'll tell it again. Uh, the The simple answer is that men, young boys with fucking lighter fluid and alcohol don't mix. And ultimately it got to the point where like Michael and I, and then a, another friend of his and kind of mine were putting lighter fluid on our hands and 
you know, setting it on fire and, you know, yeah, doing this outside. you've never told me this story. So, no, I've, I've definitely told you a story because I told you what I have also, I think I said on a Get Vocal episode. So I, I've said it, but I don't think it's like cemented in our thing. Because well, you know, I usually ignore you on those anyway. So, you know. That's I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> so, uh, it got to the point where it, it, like we were putting ladder fluid on our feet and running with like, like we were basically saying, look, I'm, I'm the flash. I'm running so fast that uh, there's fire. And we're like running on the lawn. There's like fiery footprints and shit. Yeah, we're I, so stupid. I, and I don't and think you've ever told me this Rico. Really? I've, I've, I've told you this, but at one point, um, it was like, we're, let's do it on our, like on our chest. And it, <laughs> the, the fucking, the, you know, the fires on my chest and my stomach and everything. And I thought I was putting it out and it wasn't going out instead of like me ruffling my shirt, wafted it. And so I tried to do a fucking stop, drop and roll. And it became more of just a drop. And again, we were drunk and stupid. This was like new sure. year's Eve. Sure. And we were like 16, very fucking dumb. I'm not, I, I, I don't encourage anybody to do what we did. Don't set yourself on fire. Kid. Don't set yourself yeah. on fire. So it like what should have like most of the time we like, you know, burn our hands, you know, it would be lit for like a second or two. And then we got rid of it. This like it, it, my chest and my stomach just kept kind of cooking. So I kind of like dove head first into his hot tub. But and, and the problem is, is that because I even then I was a fucking hairy individual. It was kind of like traveling south. Wow. Not, like my dick and all that is fine. Like, but it was like at least three seconds away from going to my pubes. <laughs> no bullshit. So like, I actually have a burn scar under my fat, like under my, under my stomach. Hmm. There's like a line because it was really bad. Like I didn't realize it until the next day. And because like I dove in the hot tub, like I'm in like a hot bacteria thing. Sure. So it, the burn kind of got like infected essentially. And I looked and it was like, yeah, it was a bad burn. Lovely. And I, and, and I didn't, I had to like make up a story cause I didn't want to like tell like Nancy and Ron. I'm like, Oh yeah, dude. Like, um, we were drunk my, and setting ourselves on fire. Yeah. My, my best friend set me on fire because we had too much fucking vodka. Like that, you know, that's not something that you want to <laughs> no, tell. That Nancy doesn't go Ron. well. No. So I had to make up a story about how like I was, Re, like this is kind of what inspired the whole thing because this did happen, but I had to embellish it. Where I was like, I was trying to put fucking lighter fluid in my Zippo, and it, it, I was, you know, was hanging upside down to put it in the in the fucking Zippo itself. And when you're not paying attention, if you pour too much, it leaks out, mm. which is true. Sure. And it was leaking out, but I had to tell him like, oh, it, was, it did that, and it was leaking on my chest, and I wasn't paying attention, and I had a cigarette in my mouth. Mm. So that was the story for a long fucking time is that I did my, I did it to myself stupidly instead of saying, Oh yeah, my friend did that to me because we saw jackass. <laughs> Which by the way, the new one comes out this week. Right. Uh, so only you can prevent forest fires when it comes to your chest. And yeah, and, yeah it was. So yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely told that story, but. Um, so getting back to ultimatum now. Um, people, no, it's funny. No one's really set on fire in that fucking movie. No, no. You would I, think with all the all the crazy crap that Bourne does, it, like one person would be set on fire. 
the you know you, you asked me to rank these earlier, and I'm I'm the more I'm thinking about it, I think I need to rearrange my my list a little bit. Okay. Um, but not drastically. Like I think I just need to move three up, ultimatum up, and then shift everything down, and like just one really. Is... So it's one three two four five or one. No, three... it's three one two four three one two five four. So just move. Three oh, so to... you're putting three at I number th- one. I think so. Yeah, I really, really. The more I'm thinking about it, I really like this Philic. Um Oh, it went up two fucking spots because you I... had them at order. Of I had them in order of early. Well, not except for four and five, which I'd flip flop. Right. Yeah. Um, because I like I even like at the end of two, like at the end of of supremacy. Okay, get that right. Yeah. So the end of supremacy. Yeah. There's a sequence where he calls Pam Landy, mm-hmm. and they have a brief conversation, and he goes, get some rest, you look tired. And she turns around, and then it goes to to goes to credits. Right. And they work that back into Ultimatum. But what I really like about it is they don't, it's not the first thing. Like, it's, it's maybe the beginning of the second act. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty decent chunk into the film before you get to that point. Absolutely, and I and I kind of like how that blends together. But I like the part with uh, the re- the reporter for the Guardian and that whole sequence at Heathrow. I know. fucking love that part. That's that's one of my all time favorite parts. Yeah, where it's he's a, like telling the dude how to hide and all right, go when I go, I'm gonna rock by you, and you're gonna tie your shoes. The shoulder, yeah. yeah, you know stuff like that. And then he's like, no, the the guy, the, the bin man has a has a gun. I'm going, and he goes offline, but then he gets him back, and and then. He's like, don't move, don't move, because he knows that assets up in the revolver. First off, that how I mean, born too. How good a shots do they have to be? That guy has like a half a second to take that shot. You know what yeah. I mean? And pow, like. So that's why I I was saying that legacy is kind of like a midquel to three because they they heavily talk about the journalist getting shot. Like that's why I'm saying it's like while well, this shit's happening on this day, this shit's also happening the next day. So while Bourne is running around doing whatever he's doing, see, yeah, I still think it's. Like, I think part of it is. I think. Maybe, I think uh, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't call it a sequel. I call it a midquel. Well, I call it overlap. I said it was overlap. I said there was some overlap, but I don't think it's you know completely the same thing. But that tie together really yeah. plays well for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I like, and and again, the fact that it's not like instant. You know what I mean? So yeah, and and ultimately that when you realize that it's actually integral. That it's 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 uh, a code that she's giving him a goddamn code. I really right. thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that too. But I, for me, yeah, you're right. Like I'm not I'm not argue. I don't disagree with that. But for me, it's more of that. Like I, I feel like because I'm not even sure that he trusts Nikki Parsons until you see her again in the third one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like up mm-hmm. to that point. So really, the only person that he trusts is Landy. Like it feels mm-hmm. like he once once she realizes what's really happening, mm-hmm. and he knows that she knows what's happening. He trusts Landy, you know. Yeah, to a, to a to a degree. Yeah, well, as much as he's going to trust anybody, but I mean, right. like, which is kind of why I wish again, you know, we would have they gotten, brought her back, right? You know, yeah. No, that could have been um, simply Joan Allen was like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, uh, I found it kind of interesting. Like, 
like I think Jason Bourne is like the one one guy who could tell a woman that she looks tired and get away with it. Well, that's probably true too. So, um, but the whole interaction where what I love is that like, um, the other guys that are like listening in because they at that point they've hacked in in Pam's phone. They're like he's looking right at her. He's he's here in New York. Like while that whole exchange is happening, we don't know that there's another fucking group of dudes that are like freaking the fuck out. Like, Oh shit. Boards in New York. Or right. Langley or whatever. No, it was New York. It was New York. Yeah. Yeah, it is New York. And then that's, that's one of the interesting things too, is cause like, you're right. Like Langley is Virginia and most people right. think CII, they think, they think Langley. And, right. and some of the people were in Langley. Like I would say that, um, uh, Glenn, uh, stick Scott Glenn, Scott yeah. Glenn. Thank you. Yes. He, he he's at the Pentagon. Like I'm willing to bet that at that when when you see him take those phone calls, he's at the Pentagon. And there are mm-hmm. times when when Pam is down there too, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. By the way, even though he's a bastard of a person, how's Noah Strathan as as uh uh. Christ, why am I? Oh, no, 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 uh, David Strathan. That's it, yes. Noah something or another. Volsum, I think it is. Fucking, I love that actor. Dude, he is so good. He's really good, right? Yeah, and I've seen him in other stuff, too, and I, and I, and I dig him. I've always liked him as an actor, so. He, he is, I think he's, apart from Bourne, he, um, he had his biggest fucking claim to fame for a movie, Good Night uh, and Good Luck, which I, it's all about McCarthyism and everything. I'd argue another one that he had a big in. Which one? He, he's in League of Their Own. You're right. You're absolutely right. I would argue that's um, probably bigger than the one you mentioned. But Well, there's another movie that you and I both seen, and he is a complete fucking prick in it. The Stephen King flick, Dolores Claiborne, with Kathy Bates and Jennifer oh, Jason Leigh. Right, Lee. there's another movie we've both seen he's in, but that's I'll let you finish your point first. But like he plays like the abusive fucking husband of yep. Kathy yep. Bates, and he's like he's one of those actors that like I've seen him be a nice guy, like in League of Their Own, and I've seen him kind of flesh out some comedy, but I've also seen him be a prick. Oh sure, and he and he's absolutely that in this. You know, he, he's yeah. he's absolutely, but because uh, he's also in Sneakers. Which I finally got you to watch. That's right. He's he's the blind guy. That's right. He but, he's ultimately he is not getting enough fucking work because he always delivers. That's the thing about him, and I think you know, looking at his IMDb, I think he's one of those guys that you don't realize works as much as he does. He's you know a character I mean? actor for sure. Yeah, and and sometimes gets those bigger roles, like he's like second or third to the president in Lincoln, like he's in that movie, you know. I still would assume Lincoln. I think you would like that, actually. I know I will. It's just, I, like, it was available to watch on, like, HBO. And it was, yeah. It actually goes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like, do I want to sit and watch a fucking three-hour political epic right now? Not really. Yeah, but it's good. It's. I it's, know it is. I know I'm going to be, I know it's going to be a great movie, but it's kind of like, there are just certain movies that you just have to fucking prep for. Sure. And ultimately... Honestly, like with with these next three episodes, I've got a lot of homework. So like, so do I. We both. Do. I we both do. Like last night, like Steph's like, so um, I gotta do some work today. 
when you're done recording, I'm not going to have any time to watch any movies or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't want to watch any fucking movies right now. I just want to <laughs> fucking, I want to relax because it's a lot of bang, bang, vroom, vroom. Like, I'll I'll say this on the Fast and the Furious one, but I'm really going to try and be like, can we call the Fast? Like, it's going to be your baby. You get the final decision because it's your fucking, like, the one that your oh, franchise. Show. But I, show. I want to call the Fast and the Furious fucking vroom, vroom and just be done with it. <laughs> Listen, we don't have to do that. I mean, I know. Oh, I've been putting the fucking effort in. Well, I'm not watching these movies for no goddamn reason. Well, We're can... watching. All right. No, we're doing it. The other title that that I have kicked around in the past is Fantastic Cars and Where to Drive Them, which has, has nothing to do with Harry Potter, but for some reason, that it just flows really well with the uh, Fast and the Furious thing. It makes more sense than the actual fucking titles the Fast and the Furious have been using. Fast Five, Furious Seven, Fate of the fucking what? And like, they, at that point, they just gave up. Like, the first one's called The Fast and the Furious, and then the fourth one's called Fast and the Furious. Like, fucking... No, Fast and Furious. There's no the in the middle either. That, see? All right. Fine, man. They, they, they couldn't write two extra goddamn words. Well, then it would have been the same title. They'd come up with a different... Come up with a better title. Anyways. Oh, boy. Looking forward to looking forward to that recording. Let me tell you. But look, I mean, you and I are both fucking critical when it comes to bad titles, like the fucking Jason Bourne. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jesus, fuck, man! Like, call it the fucking Bourne finality or the Bourne. Ultimately, the Bourne ultimatum should have been the final fucking one, which is what they were intending to do. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I think they could have they could have ended there, but you know they didn't. I, I I really do like that one. I like what the how it wraps up. I, I uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think it's I um I've I've rearranged my my order for that reason. You know, so I think honestly the best scene of Jason Bourne for me. Is like where he pulls a Sherlock Holmes and is like in a Greek fucking fighting ring and knocks out a motherfucker in one punch. Where oh, he's in, just like, in Jason. In, okay. I thought you meant the Jason character, Bourne. not the movie. I'm with you now. I follow what you're saying. See, that's what I'm saying is it gets confusing. Like even when I typed in Jason Bourne on Wikipedia, it's like, do you need the character or the movie? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I, neither at this point. I don't um, care. I, I, getting into legacy again real quick. I, I do like that movie, but it is easily forgettable to me, unfortunately. Like, it, it, it you know. It, I was thoroughly entertained. I was more entertained watching The Bourne Legacy <laughs> than I was of Jason Bourne. I can see that. I You and I have also talked, like, like last episode we talked about there are actors that are in these worlds that, like, you 100% can believe. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe Rachel Weisz is in the born world. Yeah, like she I can just see that. she's just that actress that fits. Yeah, I could see that. Actually, all um, the actors like that's the thing. All these, all these, all five of them, despite what you might think of the story or the title mm-hmm. or the cinematography, I feel mm-hmm. like they're all cast very well. There's, I would agree. There's very th- few like, huh? When you talk about Norton, yeah, like it yeah. fucking kills it yeah. in. Born legacy. I, 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 honestly, I hate to say it. If I have one, like, and it's it's a, a light, huh? But if I have one, it's it's Tommy Lee Jones is the director of In Born. I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel the exact same way. I was like, oh fuck you for putting. Oh, uh, he's another MCU actor that we didn't include. True, true. Yeah, 
Well, we were but only like, talking legacy at that point, so fair to be fair, but yeah. But fucking, I agree. I 100% agree that, like, where the fuck also... I know why. Because you're chasing a motherfucker, and if you're going <laughs> to chase a motherfucker, you need Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> but like, I, I said, said the same thing to Steph. Oh, my God. I was like, see? He just, he just can't fucking be in a role where he's... Just, like, just show me one movie where Tommy Lee Jones is, like, in a romantic comedy. Just like one. I think I think there one. is one, but yeah. I'm yeah, it's sure called it's Men in there. Black. No, no, I think there is one out there. But anyway, um, I, I agree I though. It. He was fucking not. It, it was the oddest choice I thought that they made. But you know, um, and and maybe Talor, and that's not to disrespect to the character to the actor, but I just cannot remember. I don't. Style. Yeah, I like him because I've seen him in other stuff outside of the Oceans movies. I've seen him in some stuff, and I do like him, but he um, felt, felt weird in that I felt role. like he was fine. I felt like he it made sense for him to be in. Well, because I, I'm, I'm looking at him like if there was a European born, it would be that actor. Because well, Richard me, Kinsell is like the essentially the, the French Matt Damon. Let me ask you this. Mm. Is... Is that character meant to be another asset like a Jason Bourne? Yes. See, then there's where my problem lies. Because with the exception of Bourne, and mm. I I think it's allowed because he, as I kind of stated earlier, he unbroke himself from the system, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was on purpose or not, he did. You know, the assets don't say shit. They very rarely speak. They don't interact, even with the people giving them orders. They they very rare. They're very like, let's get the job done, get the fuck out. And this guy's like, copy. I'm going left. He's at the south entrance. Blah blah blah. Like he's very. I mean, you talk about Renner being chatty. This guy's equally as chatty. It might be more mission oriented, but right. for an asset, he's not supposed to be talking so much. But if you remember in this particular scene, he is trying to give off the impression that he is following Alicia Vikander's even orders. In, even in Greece, though, before that, it's the same thing. He does the same when they send him to Greece before he's following her orders. So I, I get well, what they you're refer saying. to him as asset. So that's why I say he's an asset. No, I well, yes, I know that, but the, and. and and but it's also proven by the end of the film spoilers that he's he was the one who blew up Bourne's dad. So maybe he's a pre Treadstone asset with different with different training. So maybe that's why. But like Right. I I like that like when he when you know, we talk about the three guys in the first one. The only person that says that anything to him there's only is Clive Owen. Actually right. two people say something. Clive Owen says something and the guy that throws himself out the window I think says two words. In in uh, in supremacy, him and the one asset have the whole conversation, but that's he the one guy hadn't been activated yet. Like I feel mm -hmm. like once you're activated, you kind of it's almost like um, here's a good example, right? Just to give you a comparison, and into the audience who has seen some of the stuff we've talked about, it's like when you say the twelve words to Bucky, and you know what I mean? Like, and his whole demeanor changes, his whole attitude changes. Like, it, it, yeah, because he's, I don't mm, see. They're, I not don't brain, think... they're not brainwashed, but it's the same concept of like going from like, Hey, how you doing buddy? To like stone face mission oriented. Well, I don't think they are. I, I don't know if in terms of the born 
assets. I don't know if activation is the right word because it's not like they have a trigger. I think it's just work mode. Like, you know, well, that's I, what I I'm have, saying. I, yeah. I, I like w- when you've talked to a customer, I, I don't know what you do for your job. Like if you've ever had to talk to somebody, yes. Like you have work voice. We all have work yeah. voice, which is like, Hey, how are you? And normally internally we're like, I fucking don't like you. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't want you to ask me this dumb question, but I'm like, oh, well, let me explain why this DVD didn't work right. You see this peanut butter on here? See, it won't go through that. Do you have a small child? Oh, you do. Well, maybe you shouldn't let your, you know, maybe I would recommend not having the kid hold the thing after you give him a goddamn sandwich. That's, you know, internally I want to say, hey. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking idiot. It's like, you know, it's like, there's this bit that Pat Oswalt says about the DMV. He says, you know, the DMV is really efficient. We all make it seem like the DMV is the worst place on earth. It's not. I think they I know, know this what bit. they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, they, they are, they will get you in and out. We, when we go to the DMV say, hi, I'm here to get stickers. And I don't know what this means. I got this in the mail, but that's not what this is. I bought other page. Can, can you help me? There's like, sir, go to this line, fill out that form and come back here. Okay. And they say, oh, it's the worst place on the planet. Cause they made me go somewhere. It's like, no dude, they're trying to get you in the fuck out. Like I've been in the DMV within 20 minutes and in and out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If you stop giving them a problem, they'll fucking get your ass out. They don't want to deal with you. For Telling sure. them your whole fucking life story is what makes you stay there longer. Yep. So I think the whole point of this was like, there's, you know, once they're like, okay, you have a target. It's like, okay, I'm in work mode now. Like, I think even Vincent Cassell was just like, like he had a the really weird underlying thing that no one talked, that we haven't talked about is that he enjoys his job a little too much. Like he, there's an Italian idiom, especially for like mafiosi, where they say, yeah, this so-and-so has a bloody mouth, which means they love killing. They love torture. They love pain. They love to make someone suffer. Bourne doesn't do that. But Vincent Cassell's character has a bloody mouth because he's got a dude tied up in his bathroom. And he's watching the fucking game. He's watching sports. He's like yeah, watching soccer. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets a call and the guy's like, and he's like, well, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not finished with my current operation. He's like, well, fucking hurry up. We got to, you know, Jason Bourne's out there. He's like, oh shit. All right. Goes to the bathroom, shoots the guy in the head. He's had bound in the bathroom for no reason. No reason. Oh, he, so he's, you know, he's salting the wound, so to speak, just by. So, but the interesting thing is everyone keeps talking about how like, Everything started with Jason Bourne. He was the first. He, you know, is the OG fucking well, He's the first at Treadstone, for sure. He's the first at Treadstone, but then, like, you find out, like, they had to kill his dad with another asset to get him into the program, which I found absolutely convoluted as fuck. Like, it was his dad all over. Like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. It was his dad who started the thing. That's why they targeted him. And then he realized that this was not a thing he wanted for his son. So they killed him. Shut the fuck up. Like, just the fact that he was good enough to be recruited and he was recruited is all you need. Yeah. Not that it was the sins of his father. Get over yourself. He wasn't even recruited, technically. If you listen to me all Hirsch, he's like, yeah, no, Albert Finney. Sorry. He's like. Emile Hirsch. Well, that's the name of the character, I think. Uh, yeah, Emil Hirsch is another actor, but it's also who, uh, Albert Hirsch. I, I was Albert Hirsch. Yeah. yeah, 
So um, I knew Hirsch was there somewhere. I was close. Um, so was Albert twice. Apparently. Yeah, there you go. Um, Albert Finney and Albert like, Hirsch. Like he said, you came to us, if you remember. Like he mm-hmm. says that in Ultimatum. He's like, you came he, to us. He came to them out of fucking patriotic duty and, and patriotism where he was just like, someone killed my father. I was told it was fucking terrorist. I want to fucking take down those motherfuckers. So yeah. he wasn't, he didn't volunteer. He was coerced. He was manipulated from day one. Sure. That's really the biggest underlying thing is that sure. if, even before he was brainwashed, he was brainwashed. That's fucked up. I did like what they did with the, the, you know, when when you're talking like almost ten years between Ultimatum and uh, yes, Born, and you know, even though it's not, even though the whole franchise is in real time, because by Ultimatum he said he's been running for three years, and it's it's actually a five year gap between the 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 franchises. The I first remember three. reading something in the trivia that said the first three films all took place in 2004. He's no at one point in Ultimatum. He says I've been running for three years. So there's that's well, there's the biggest. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, I guess that's true. The biggest because from between identity and supremacy, she says it's been two years, or he says something like we've been doing this for two years, and she says it has not been two years, which basically means it's almost two years. But then because Ultimatum and supremacy are so close tied together, it's yeah, it's like three years. Yeah, and so but, it's but so it's then not, there's a time jump where it goes to Jason Bourne and it's real time. Right. So if you if, even if you do that math, even if you go off that, that that's a ten year gap. Mm-hmm. It's an eleven year gap actually. But I think also they did that in part because Matt Damon, like Matt Damon, aged fine over the years. Sure, but, but he, still he aged. aged. Yeah, yeah, but he aged dramatically between identity and like supremacy. Not his face got fuller. He got more jacked. He got more muscular. Well, his face got yes, yes. That, but that but then by ultimatum, he's he's starting to get gray in his hair. If it's all, I mean, he. I don't blame him. He's going through some serious trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the the, the I had a point. And now it's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. So, no, it's all right. Um, what it's not pot askew if we don't if you don't fucking be like I have a point. Oh fuck, I forgot it. What was I gonna say? Well, all right, I'll tell you next. What time. was I saying before we started arguing about the year? Framework. I don't know. You're not paying attention either. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we were talking more about Vincent Cassell and the sins of his father and all that shit. Like while he was. Oh no! But I, I, what I was saying was, I like that the tech advancements. That's what I was trying to get to. Is I like I like the fact that by the time you get to Jason Bourne, title aside, by the time mm-hmm. you get to that film, he the tech advances have gone with the times there's smartphones and there's, and she's mm-hmm. got all this, you know, tracking tech that would come with the advancements that technology technically has done. You know, um, you may have be able to answer this because Steph made a point sure. but because you're more computer literate than she or definitely I, she said, you know, if you have a USB drive, like you, as long as you're not connected to the internet, they can't track you. So, like, when he's at the fucking, the hacker's apartment, and then he brings up the files of himself, as long as he wasn't connected to the internet, they wouldn't have any way of, like, knowing he was doing it. Um, yes. 
in, okay, in technical so, terms. But but there's a couple arguments I can make for that scene right right out, right? Okay. So first and foremost, you can just we could use the the and this is one. There's multiple different things that can be said. Number one, and and in no particular order, but number one, it's a CIA, so they can get in regardless. Like they just have technology that we're not in, aware in the of. movie fictional world the cia has no limitations i'm with you sure it's also possible because if you notice when that other guy um I'm trying to see if i can get his character's name real quick oh it's like Desan or something desanio or something like that it's it there's an o somewhere in there but there's a d event. and an o and a <laughs> other letters and a fuck <laughs> a d and a an d- o and other letters defuckio. yeah defuckio. But when, when when he's in there, if you notice, he plugs the USB drive into one computer and then goes to another computer that's not connected by any wires to activate accessing uh. that drive. So that's all connected on a Wi-Fi. Even if it's not going out to the Internet, it's still on an internal Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they can get to it through the phone. Remember, she tries to access the computers directly, and she can't. But she says, I can get to it through a phone. The phone's in the room and connected to, like, a cell tower, but it's also connected to the Wi-Fi network that those computers are on, that internal network, and that's how she gets into the files. What did you think of her, Alicia Vikander? I liked her a lot. I, 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 I... I think if they were going to continue this, which I don't think they should, but if they were going to continue this, exploring that character further would be a way to go. You know, I liked her up until the last 30 seconds of the film. I'm kind of with they, you. Yeah. Where yeah. they basically say, well, what should we do about Bourne? And she's like, well, I think I can recruit him. It's like, well, what if you can't recruit him? And like, then he has to die. It's like, oh, you were, you were, you were correct up until you said that last fucking thing. Well, see, it was part of me the first time I watched it, the first time that I saw mm-hmm. this, because I, I have seen it a couple times, where I felt like maybe she was saying that to tell him what he wanted to hear and actually oh. was on Bourne's side. But then when he puts that video in her car... You know, and she reacts to it. You're like, damn it. You know, so. I mean, I would have really respected her. I mean, yes, the argument is that she was telling her boss what he wanted to hear. But I would have respected her character a whole lot more. She's like, listen, if we can't recruit Bourne, can we just leave him the fuck alone? Like, doesn't he earned to be left the fuck alone? Every Every time we try to go after him, we lose 500 guys. Well, see, that's that's almost why. Because the director's dead now, right? Because Dewey... Well, Tommy Lee Jones is dead, but presumably the man she's talking to in that car is was the other superior. But not the director of the CIA. She was actually talking about how he was going to have to appoint a new CIA director. And she right, so wanted he is role. that superior of the director of the CIA. So he's, a, he's part of the White House or some shit. Sure, but my point is there's no CIA director currently. Correct. You can kind of tell by the time she gets out of the car, he didn't like being quasi-blackmailed because she's kind of... Oh, she full-on threatens him. Yeah. It would... Another way to continue the franchise, again, I'm not saying we they should, but if they're going to do it and do it right, is that when you come back to the next one, it's not her, it's Landy sitting in that chair. I you like know? that. You know, I, oh, I would I would be on board 100%. You but know. they won't do it. They won't they do never it. No, do that. no, they won't do it. Of course they won't. One, do it, but... they would not have a woman in charge. 
Just saying. That's that's I don't I don't have that much faith in our American government, even in a fictional sense. <laughs> it would never happen. And two, they're they're looking at Landy as a fucking traitor. Which although yeah. every every person who's called her a traitor is dead, but you know, except except for Vosen. Norton. Yeah. And Vosen. Yeah. Yeah, but he's in prison. Actually, you don't really ever know what happens to him. It cuts with him testifying to Congress, but I'm pretty sure because I think whenever they do like the next movie, it shows like quick shots of like newspapers and everything. You kind of like have to piece it all together. But I'm pretty sure he goes to jail. I'm pretty sure he's like he's thrown in prison. Can I tell you, apart from Tommy Lee Jones's casting, I'm so fucking done with like Riz Ahmed. The whole it, subplot it, of like social media. Him, the social media thing, yeah. it was just unnecessary. And I, I just, I, it was just a, 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 a B plot that I didn't give a fuck about. I hear and you. I don't, I don't like him as an actor. I, I, I thought he was bland as all hell and venom. I just don't care. I just don't think, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was, it was definitely um, forgettable for sure. So Jason Bourne, I mean, like, I, Bourne Legacy was a lot of action and a lot of, like, what the fuck is going on, but I'm into it. And then Jason Moore was the complete fucking opposite. It's like, a lot's happening, but you don't care. Um, I care what happened to Jason, and I and I did sure. like seeing this stuff in Vegas just because I of my connection, I think. But, you know. Okay. You know, but that... I, I, was, I was more intrigued by fucking Aaron, by Jeremy Renner catching a wolf and shoving the goddamn, like, pill down its throat. I was like, that's fucking awesome, Listen, dude. Listen, I, w- I would not hate if they had continued with uh, Renner, with Cross. Aaron Cross. Yeah, yeah I, I I, think at some point, you would, like I said, you would have had to get off the Bourne titles. Like, starting with the Bourne legacy to, to, to connect it was fine, but at some point, you would have had to change it to something else. But, you know, yeah. Um, yeah or, you, you... or if he just took on the moniker possibly you know uh i actually did you this is another thing that i discovered through research is that when he's when born is getting fucking brainwashed and everything the man that he shoots with the hood over his head and he's and you could tell he's struggling where he's just like he's like who is, who he? is yeah what it, yeah. what's he done yeah. yeah the implication is that man is the real jason born Oh. That they that they shoot they shoots him in the head and then he's like all right now and now we're finished like now nah, you're at Jason Bond like his fucking <laughs> I can't get over his fucking voice like nah you're Jason Bond see I, I like his voice I know you don't, I like but... his voice but I just it's such a like you know there's walk in there's Pacino like the voice makes the man essentially sure sure uh, but yeah it, the implication is that he shoots Jason Bourne and then that interesting then he, I did not yeah. know that yeah. So I'll um, say that, you know, you asked me about Alicia Vikander real quick. I I, I will say while well, she was fine in this, I liked her more in Tomb Raider than I did in this. <clears throat> There's a, a movie that she and Oscar Isaac did together with also uh, Dom Hal Gleason Excel- called Ex, Ex Machina. I've seen it. It's fucking weird as shit. But she's great. I mean, she really e- is. everybody yeah. is so unlikable except her. Until the end, if I, the way yeah. I remember, yeah, it, yeah. but you, I mean, you have to look a, a woman robot. It's not going to go well for the men, but they deserve that shit. <laughs> no, they totally did. I'm not. I'm oh. not arguing that. But um, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? 
for, no, for I, I, I think I mean look I, I think as a start to what we're gonna be doing for the month of February it's a it was a good way to kick things off um mm-hmm. and probably you your favorite of the bunch that's upcoming or maybe second favorite of no the no no i like the mission impossible movies i'm, I'm looking forward just, to those it's just the 10 after that that you're dreading yeah i mean i've gone through five so well no i've gone through four because i skipped three because i have On, to go back to, you're yeah. watching it in the in the i'm watching in your fucking order so the order the order in which it takes place the chronological order chronological. yeah uh if you know, if they make another fucking born, they should just call it born again. Hey, motherfuckers, get ready for a long closing that us podcasters are obligated to do. I try to make this funny, so bear it all with me. If you're currently listening to this after an episode, then you already know how to find us. But if someone played this for you and you need directions, then you can listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Or simply Google us. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. Also, we do it live. Fuck it. Sorry. What I mean to say is we show off our shenanigans every Friday on getvocal.com slash pod askew. That is vocal spelled V-O-K-L. This is a way for our fans and friends and family to interact with us and occasionally offer to pay for therapy. Catch these interventions at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which is 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do the math if you're not in either of those time zones. Also, if you happen to like us individually, I do a live reading of books called Rico's Reads. This means I take a look and read a book. Currently, I'm waiting for LeVar Burton to sue my literate ass, but I add funny voices and say fuck a lot. So it's not true plagiarism. So let me tuck your ass in on Thursdays on GetVocal.com at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for you West Coast dudes, that means 4 p.m. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, I am at Rance Rico, and CJ is at M underscore Blade. Clearly, he put more thought into his username than I. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. The dude is our very own Michelangelo. If you want or need some good art, hit him up at LogoMike80 at gmail.com. That's LogoMike80 at gmail.com. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Lemons for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And fucking finally, and most important, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I. You guys have prioritized your time listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Hang tight for the post-credit. Damn it. I need a smoke. If it's me you want to talk to, perhaps we can arrange a meet. Where are you now? I'm sitting in my office. I doubt that. Why would you doubt that? If you were in your office right now, we'd be having this conversation face-to-face. Thank you.